Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 63 O God, you are my God, I seek you. My soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live, I will lift up my hands and call on your name. My soul is satisfied as with a rich feast, and my mouth praises you with joyful lips. When I think of you on my bed and meditate on on you in the watches of the night, for you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I sing for joy. My soul clings to you, your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be prey for jackals, But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exult, for the mouths of liars will be stopped. Joel chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. Hear this, O elders. Give ear, all inhabitants of the land. Has such a thing happened in your days or in the days of your ancestors? Tell your children of it, and let your children tell their children, and their children another generation. What the cutting locust left, the swarming locust has eaten. What the swarming locust left, the hopping locust has eaten. And what the hopping locust left, the destroying locust has eaten. Wake up, you drunkards, and weep, and wail, all you wine drinkers, over the sweet wine, for it is cut off from your mouth. For a nation has invaded my land, powerful and innumerable. Its teeth are lion's teeth, and it has the fangs of a lioness. It has laid waste my vines and splintered my fig trees. It has stripped off their bark and thrown it down. Their branches have turned white. Lament like a virgin dressed in sackcloth for the husband of her youth. The grain offering and the drink offering are cut off from the house of the Lord. The priests mourn the ministers of the Lord. The fields are devastated, the ground mourns. For the grain is destroyed, the wine dries up, the oil fails. Be dismayed, you farmers, wail, you vine dressers, over the wheat and the barley, for the crops of the field are ruined. The vine withers, the fig tree droops, pomegranate, palm, and apple, all the trees of the field are dried up. Surely joy withers away among the people. Put on sackcloth and lament, you priests, wail, you ministers of the altar. Come, pass the night in sackcloth, you ministers of my God. Grain offering and drink offering are withheld from the house of your God. Sanctify a feast, a fast. Call a solemn solemn assembly. Gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 6 through 13. But Timothy has just now come to us from you, and has brought us the good news of your faith and love. He has told us also that you will always remember us kindly and long to see us, just as we long to see you. 
For this reason, brothers and sisters, during all your distress and persecution, we have been encouraged about you through your faith. For we now live if you continue to stand firm in the Lord. How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy that we have that we feel before our God because of you? Night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you face to face and restore whatever is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, just as we did abound in love for you. And may he so strengthen your hearts in holiness that you may be blameless before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Good morning and welcome to the 24th Tuesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Yarmouth, Maine. Technically North Yarmouth, but that's... Who's counting? Um, this morning's readings come to us from Psalm 63, Joel 1, and 1 Thessalonians 3. And the the readings are... Um, I say this a lot, but I mean there's a lot of material, so it's easy to say... Uh, but the readings are kind of boilerplate. Um, there's like large swaths of prophetic and Old Testament literature that are like, Israel, you're screwing up. Don't keep screwing up. Um, and this is one of those. Um, uh, uh, the Old Testament readings you know, are largely split in the RCL, the Revised Common Lectionary, between prophetic literature and you know, narrative, you know, um, Genesis, Exodus, not a whole lot of Leviticus and Numbers, thank God. Um, uh, but also, there's definitely some Deuteronomy. Um, and so, we get a lot of this reminders of um, you know what Israel is doing wrong. And if we are the if we are grafted onto the vine, if we are people of God um, who have inherited this tradition, um, or we have been given this, yeah, it's about the same thing. Given this tradition. Um, we we have to take it as as our own as speaking to us, and so especially um, late in ordinary time, which we are, um, we are just a couple of weeks from Advent beginning on November thirtieth or December first. I can't remember which one. Um, and once Advent begins, it's a time of anticipation and hope and expectation. But uh, for hundreds of years, at least, as far as I can tell, at least three or four hundred years during the early church period, um, Advent was a time for fasting, just like Lent. Um, and um, Advent didn't really exist as we know it until almost the first millennium, so like 1000, when the, the Eastern and Western church split between Rome and Byzantium or Constantinople. And um, from about 400 to about 1,000, um, the time before Christmas was known as Martin's Lent. And today is the day before Martin's Mass. It's also the day before Veterans Day. Um, <clears throat> I talk endlessly in writings and elsewhere about how Martin of Tours is so um, crucial for understanding 
um, our, our own modern military, but also the early church and how it transitioned from this minority uh, kind of hidden religion to the dominant religion of the empire for the next, you know, thousand and a half years. Um, but anyway, Martin's feast day is tomorrow, and that was the day in 397 when he was um, buried or deposited into the earth, returned to the earth, and it used to mark the beginning of um, the new year, the, the countdown to Christmas. Um, it wasn't called Advent, but beginning on Martin Mass, you know, Martin's feast day, um, through about 40 days, minus some Sundays, this year I think it's 37 days, um, the the church um, celebrated Martin's Lent or Martin Tide, and it was a time of fasting and repentance, not hopeful anticipation, which we now get from Advent. Um, and part of that is because it, he was a major saint, and it was the turning of the seasons. It went from um, reaping, uh, I'm sorry, sowing to reaping. Um, as the seasons changed, you also slaughtered animals uh, and fowl for eating. Um, you preserved your um, whatever it was that you were growing. And so that whole time was also your fasting in order to, um, uh, I was going to say hoard, but you're saving up for the winter ahead. And so these saint days corresponded to seasonal days. And as the um, the days were getting shorter and the nights longer and darker, um, that was a reminder of, you know, the dark state of our world um, in the minds of many Christians. And so the, the kind of fierce language in this morning's readings and um, for the next several weeks, um, I think the modern RCL curators, um, I think it's kind of an anticipation of Advent, the season of anticipation. So before we get all excited and exuberant and looking forward to the Christ child, you know, we got to kind of beat our backs for a little while and say a couple of woe is me's. Um, and I think that's just a pattern or a, a history or tradition that the church has had that um, both because of the seasons and are getting, you know, it's getting darker and colder in the Northern Hemisphere. I feel bad for the Southern Hemisphere Christians, but like all the liturgical seasonal stuff is all about the Northern Hemisphere. You know, Australia, South America, uh, much of Africa, like it's just totally different. Anyway, um, so... Uh, Martin Tide runs from November 12th through December 24th, um, skipping Sundays. Um, and this year, uh, I think starting tomorrow, I'm not sure, i got to double check, I think I have it ready, um, I'll be releasing um, the Vita Martini, which is um, the biography of Martin of Tours. Um, the, there's an English translation that's in the public domain that I read, and I'll be providing commentary um, in some of these. Um, if you want to um, listen to the readings, I've been posting them uh, for a week and a half or so now over at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. Um, the, the files that I'm putting there, which is its own RSS feed, you can subscribe um, if you're a patron for at least a dollar a month, um, you'll get the unedited, just straight readings from the Vita Martini. 
Um, but in Martin Tide, what I'm hoping to do is to also add commentary and release them as a serial um, on, um, you know, make blocks of these readings and break it into five or six parts, the, the Vita Martini, and then um, eventually record commentary on the life of Martin. Um, and Martin Tide is important because, you know, it sets the the Christian New Year or resets the Christian year. Um, and it's this transition between the warm, open summer and the cold, um, kind of closed, dreary winter. Um, of course, with climate change, it's not going to be as cold and dreary, but that brings its own problems. Um, but if you've wondered, you know, why there seems to be uh, a plethora of kind of foreboding readings, that's the reason. Um, humans are meaning-making creatures. And as the days get shorter and the nights get longer, we want to get put meaning to that. We want there to be some purpose to it. Um, and so that's, that's why um, the church kind of adopts these pagan rituals and, and traditions and makes them their own, because we are making our own meaning of the world shaped around um, God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Um, with the help of the saints like St. Martin. Um, so anyway, if you want to listen to the Vita Martini, many of those um, chapters are already up there. I think there's 30, 27 chapters in the Vita. And then I'll also be doing um, the dialogues and letters that are also a part of the wider biography. But just the Vita is actually like the narrative. You know, there's 27 chapters. Anyway, you can head to pupuh, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash pupuhq. Um, and otherwise, look for um, the standalone podcast with ads and promos and put together in you know chunks um, somewhere um, in the near future. You can probably find Vita Martini, the trailer episode. I think I put like a sample um, episode for the, the preface. I put that up already and you can probably search it on uh, whatever podcast app you're, you're using right now. Um, but it's it's helpful to kind of narrate... Um, this transition, seasonal and you know spiritual and emotional transition from summer to winter, and I found it helpful to record, um, and it helps me make sense of some of these like really kind of um, yeah prophetic um, readings as we um, also go into this dark time seasonally, reflecting on the darkness as having meaning and and making meaning. Um, in light of who we are as the people of God. And so I hope you'll check that out. Um, consider going to patreon.com slash pupuhq and, and uh, following along as, as I post the, uh, the chapters from the Vita Martini. A prayer for the harvest of lands and waters from the Book of Common Prayer. O gracious God, who opens your hand and fills all things living, with plenteousness. Bless the lands and waters and multiply the harvests of the world. Let your spirit go forth that it may renew the face of the earth. Show your loving kindness that our land may give her increase and save us from selfish use of what you give. That men and women everywhere may give you thanks. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, 
hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PewPewHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.